Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. going well so today we're going to talk about a great love movie called earth girls are easy before we start i have a question yes is this that book that george mcfly wrote at the end of the first back to the future oh crap that's right he's like <laughs> love affair with the aliens yeah, yeah yeah or what was the name of that stupid book that he I wrote i don't know but you know what i'm talking about yeah like, yeah, yeah. The passion with like vader passion. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so this movie Stars a Jim Carrey, a Jeff Goldblum, and a Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Okay, so the synopsis for it is three aliens, Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, and Jeff Goldblum, crash land in Los Angeles, San Fernando Valley. The a manicurist, Gina Davis, and her boss, uh, the wacky Julia Brown, befriend the threesome and give them makeovers and show them the town. So, Forrest, what did you think of the movie? I didn't hate this movie. It's not for me. But okay. I didn't hate it. I, li- I think it's because I like the people in it. Like, all those people. Like, everybody in this movie have at least made me laugh once at some points. Like, I mean, Jeff Goldblum, we've seen him in everything. Yeah. He has that show on. Do you watch the Disney? Have you seen that Disney Plus show? I saw one episode. It's it's interesting. Oh. Oh, this the... My dad, my dad likes it, but he kind of has this... Like, he kind of goes through a Flood the Barber... Routine. Oh, look at look at this. Jeff Goldblum is always to me sounds like he's really aroused on everything that he's talking so about. So you feel like Jeff Goldblum was just always on E. Yes, always on E. And I mean, Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey were both on A Living Color, and they're Damon Wayans and yeah. Jim Carrey. This was during A Living Color, right? Uh, or right before? Yeah. If not, if not during? It was before because I believe uh, this is a, he did. Once bitten and then this movie. Yeah, once bitten was eighty seven. Yeah, this is like eighty nine. Yeah, and then a living color was like nineties, like, yeah, like, late nineties. Like he probably uh, yeah. got a living color. Because he probably time. got this movie came out in May twelfth, nineteen eighty nine. Also, uh, a funny thing about this movie is that I didn't know that Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis were married. Yeah. You know that? I had no idea. Yeah, and then, their, but this is their third movie together. Yeah, because they, I believe they met, and the press were, were talking about how they met on Transylvania 65000. They were in the fly. They were in the fly together, and then they made this movie. Yeah. Which, movies as standalones, you'd figure this would be the first movie of in that order, if I were to tell yeah. you in three movies. Because this one just seems very beef like, from the moment it starts off. Yeah, well... Did you did you see who was in the role in the running for the role of Valerie outside of Gina Davis? No. Madonna, Daryl Hannah, Elizabeth Shue, Justine Bateman, Molly Ringwald, and Deborah Unger. Holy Deborah shit! Winger, really? We're all offered the role, and most of them turned it down. 
Most of the Madonna fucking chomped on that. I don't know. That's when Madonna was like, I'm I'm prestige. Yeah. Oh, the, she did uh, Don't Cry For Me Argentina, like uh, right around this time? No, dude. That, that was like... No, that was 96. That was like 10 years later. Yeah. yeah about 10-ish years later. So, uh, yeah, so... But also, you didn't tell me this was a musical. <laughs> I forget that it's a musical because it's like... It's it's like only two scenes and they're two throwaway scenes, so you don't I don't really think about them. Well, the I'm a blonde part was added in because they they cut some other stuff out. Oh yeah 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 for sure. Yeah, and then no, that one you can tell they just spice it in there because yeah. they talk about going to the beach and checking out whatever, and then they just threw that in there. Yeah. And then the other one was the, the actual makeover. Yeah. The makeover scene. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Makeover for now. This is uh. Directed by Julian Temple. Yeah. Who did a great rock and roll swindle, and this is quite a departure. <laughs> you know what he followed up the great rock and roll swindle with? A UK subs documentary. And then this no, gem of a movie. No, he did some other things in between. Oh, okay. But, you know what, though? You can see the similarities in, like, the directing style. Like, like for a while, like, it's consistent. It's a completely different type of story. Yeah. But you can still kind of see his signature on it in some parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was about maybe... 14, 15, when I saw this movie for the first time. Okay. And uh, super bizarre to see Jim Carrey. Because like, he was like know? Jim Carrey at that point. Yeah, because the thing is, like, you see him. This is actually, it was one of those where you're, it was on Cinemax. Okay. And so it was, like, late at night one night. So I'm like, ooh, is this Cinemax? <laughs> and then so, like, I remember watching it thinking, like, oh, okay, there's going to be boobs eventually. And uh, there's no, no boobs. No boobs. But um, it, it has, like, that frisky tease to, throughout the whole movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like the, plus all the sexual windows were in there. Because it's a PG movie. It's a PG movie. What's my aunt had this movie and she it was always out with her movies like it was in her like you know how you put your fucking movies out when you're like oh, yeah, in yeah. my room. These are the movies that represent me. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, was yeah. one of those movies. Oh shit. Well, okay. What movies? What were your top movies in your room that you had? Do you remember? Uh, I'm trying to think because I don't. It would have been when I moved out. Mine were Fight Club, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. And uh, I don't even remember what else. But I remember those two. Like I remember having them on my shelf. Mine, I mean, I have, by the time I moved out and had a space for my own shelf, I had a shit ton of movies. Yeah. So my collection was just, you know, it was like a lot of shit because I was kind of catching up on things that I liked from a kid. Right. And there's new shit coming out that I liked as well. Yeah. So it was... A little bit of both. And then there would be video games mixed in it because I was playing video games all the time, too. Yeah. So the story starts off where Gina Davis's fiance, yeah. Charles Rocket. Charles Rocket's in this, yeah. Dead Charles Rocket. He was in a bunch of other stuff. He's, he's the dad in Hocus Pocus. He did the news on SNL for a little bit. Okay, I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah. Like, I think, like, right before Dennis Miller. Oh, uh, okay. Who did it when Lauren Michaels left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dennis Miller, who did it in like an '86, well, he was like '84, '85. I think. Yes, he says. But another Saturday Night Live alum was almost going to play that part, and it's somebody in this movie. Who? Michael McKeon was almost going to be the doctor, and their roles were going to be switched. He was going to be the surfer pool boy. Oh, really? He was going to be, but I, I, I liked that they switched Woody? it. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. going to be Woody, and Michael McKeon was going to be the doctor. Doctor Love. Yeah. So yeah, so you get the doctor who is uh, cheating on nurses because that's yeah. what you do. And when you're uh, a doctor, you're paying nurses. Oh, for sure. But like, I like how it was very much like, 
he comes in like after like you know being out whatever and you're thinking oh yeah he was working late but then you see that hickey that he's covering up in the thing and then he yeah. goes in the bed and he goes I'm too tired like let's go to bed yeah. and Gina Davis is trying to jump on his bones yeah and then like I like how like this movie borderlines like between like hokey cheese and like Skinamax uh, yeah, no but like <laughs> but very much like uh, trying to be a movie of its time because yeah. even she like is talking about oh there's like these like pyramid things that we put on top of the bed to increase sexual energy you know what I mean so there's yeah. the, so like there's a lot of like I don't know like weird like 80s facts yeah, about that, like, the world they would do, like, yeah kind of crazy things but I think it's just kind of like being self aware like this is, this shit's stupid oh for sure for sure and, um, like, side note I think the house of the, the exterior of that house uh-huh. is the same house from Wayne's World from his Wayne's oh Campbell's really I'm, yeah from the movie I'm, uh, I'm picturing this house way more than I'm picturing the Wayne's World. It looks house. like the house from Wayne's World to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, so you get that whole uh, engagement is going to happen soon, and then she gets all nervous, saying like, "Oh, like you're not supposed to see the the bridal stuff in time." He goes, "Oh, that's all superstition." That's when he's putting on the makeup on his thing, and yeah. like he's moving the thing over. Or she's saying all the stuff, but then like we move on to a. Scene on the spaceship. Yeah. Now most of that alien language is just backwards talk. Oh really? Yeah, they just took words backwards and they. Shit! I way. wish I would have known that so I could have like translated or reversed some of the audio. Well, it's, they they put it down there at the bottom. Oh, so they're just saying what they need to and just reversing it? Yeah. Well, they reverse it and they have an echo on it or like a reverb yeah. on it because like it it goes back and forth. But the aliens. So you got Jim Carrey. Which is the red, the red alien, and then you got uh, Damon Wayans, who's the yellow. Yeah. Like, both horny bastards, just like you know, just spying yeah. on like you know, on hot chicks, on hot chicks as they're passing by the universe. Oh, but they start. Remember, one of them was cooking fruit. Yeah. And then like so the kind of the thing, but the special effects was actually pretty decent for like a movie this low budget and B filmy. Yeah. Yeah, it's such like a B flick type of movie that there there was floating, there was all that stuff. There was that hologram where they had like light alien porn dancers, which is a little odd. Yeah. And there's some very 80s things in this. Um, oh, th- this whole movie is all 80s like, things. Which no I man is worth getting this crazy over, except for Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, does it? And it's just like, oh, that joke didn't age well. Oh, but it's so good, because there's so much of that in this, that it's just, it makes it so good. The, a- the aliens crash, because they're checking out Gina Davis yeah. in a bikini, and they just crash, into the, crash into the pool. Uh, they see her there, so they end up bringing her into the pool. After and then, she's broken up with her boyfriend. Yeah, after she kicked him out. Cheating, yeah. yeah. In his own house. Yeah. Oh, but uh, that's the the cheating. Let's talk about that one, because she's going to be gone for, like, a week or whatever. And then, like, she comes home early because, like, she decides, like, you know, she needs to ramp things up. Yeah. And so she goes to the beauty salon where, like, is just, like, the epitome of, like, 80s, like, women. Musicals, like, women, yeah. like, the... The ideas of, like, what women thought about this movie, like, you know, like, oh, this is what women talk about. It's just so, just far up their own ass. Well, like, it's based on a song from oh, Jimmy Brown. Yeah, and because they played it on Dr. Demento. Because the, the As Girls Are Easy was a song that they played all the time on there. Yeah. So that's when they do that whole musical number with her, like, making her a blonde and blue eyes. And, like, how they get to the computer. And they're just like, what would you look like as blonde? clickly clack and they're like ooh and blue eyes clickly clack cool and then that whole dancing ensemble where all these gay men just yeah. twirl their way into like the song 
and there's just one background dancer that makes me like laugh out loud because he's just so over the top and just so like sharp on his lines but he's always trying to stare at the camera and it's just so weird but I feel like uh, this movie's like a precursor for like Wayne's is being in bad movies oh like, okay I don't feel like you get the white girls without the girls are easy oh dude like the worst <laughs> this movie had I don't know I or white chicks or whatever that I, I really like this movie I'm just okay with it like it's not I don't like, like the, the movie and I don't I love the movie in general. It. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. But there's some great parts like peppered in throughout this whole thing. A few here and there, yeah. I'll give you that. So, yeah, so then they go to the dance club and they have like the total 80s dance club moments. And Oh, yeah, that's further in the movie. But, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's not that far, dude, because they, they crash land and... They crash land and then, they, and then they're all over the house, but they're learning how like make mimicking sounds and yeah. stuff like that. You're missing the breakup song. Where oh. she comes home all dressed up and like all slutty down. She's on the couch and she's like, oh, hey, doctor, blah, blah, blah. And she's trying to be all cute. And then she sets the thing on fire. So she has to go like change that. And she's changing that. The doctor shows up with the nurse. And then like they start like, you know, he's hiding all the bedroom stuff of like her shit into the drawers and whatever. And then like the nurse is kind of out there. And then. Gina Davis is like, oh, I'm going to surprise him as soon as he comes over to the door. And then she opens the door and she runs into the girl. And now both of them are on the floor like, oh, no, who are you? The doctor comes out, but it's just in his boxers. And then his stethoscope. And he's like, hey, Dr. Love's here. And then so you get the angle, the camera shot of behind the thighs with the stethoscope hanging down below his legs. Just wobbling back and forth and the two girls are in the frame underneath it and like this movie is so dirty and then that's when she finds out that he's cheating he's like oh my god you're you're married though and then he gets up and like runs off the girl runs off and then that's when she like kicks him the fuck out yeah and then like this piece of shit and he's like no but babe like blah 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 and it's very cliche yeah you know like arguments and like points of views and whatever but then it leads into her fantastic musical number that she that has. That was so weird. I mean, I get what they were doing on it. Yeah, you're supposed to get it. He's a dick. Yeah. But it was so weird because it's like they're having a barbecue and like the barbecue falls in the pool and they're <laughs> like yelling at her. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? Why would you put your barbecue so close to the pool? Why would you get mad at her? for like, Yeah. 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 But I was thinking that had to be dangerous too. Hot coals, even in water, like you're still going to get burnt by that. Um, I mean, they kind of kept them Queer, yeah, uh, but yeah, the whole musical number where she's just in this like outfit, like as a young man, that was that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was pretty that's, awesome. That's what's your face from Beetlejuice. Yeah, great. Oh yeah, especially like when she's breaking shit in the house and then singing her song, and she grabs a bowling ball and she shoves it at the computer screen. But later on in the movie, he goes, "The Macintosh, it's it can withstand anything." I'm like, ah, uh, it's it's just dumb. This whole movie is just chock full of just cliche lines like like no other. Yeah. But and, like, and, 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 but and, I love it because and of I that. get that was what they're trying to do. So I'm like, it's one of those like it's not the greatest movie, but I I get it. Like this one didn't bother me as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's not okay. It's purposely not trying to be serious. Like it's not like a oh fucking, yeah. It's not like a fucking Fast and Furious movie where I'm like, no, they know better. Yeah, no, no. This is what they're doing. Fast Furious is, how dare you? It's amazing. No, it's not. Yeah, but this movie, it's just, I love it because it's just such 80s cheese. And, like, it it makes fun of itself constantly throughout the whole movie. And then, but now that the aliens are in and, like, Gina Davis gets kidnapped into the spaceship. Mm -hmm. And then, like, and then she's like, oh, my gosh, like, what are you guys doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, just do your probing and let me get out of here. You know, it's just very, just kind of just over the top. And then she starts flipping switches, and she, like, drowns, like, the pool, the, the spaceship. Yeah. 
And then she goes, oh, my God, did I do that? My bad. Look, well, I'm sure it'll be fine. And then, like, they take her back outside and, like, she, like, shows them to the house and gets some food. Um, Jim Carrey. Amazing. Jim Carrey's great. And amazing for the sheer fact that he's not given any, like, words to do. And it's all facial everything. Yeah. And, like, but that's Jim Carrey, though. His, that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. Like, he, there was a interview that he did where he talked about when he was a little boy that he spent hours just standing in front of a mirror just playing with his face making it move certain ways and that's how he's so good at like animating his face so well but like you can see it in this even covered in fur he emotes so much emotion like from his face yeah and then like there's a reason why Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey oh yeah like he he made horrible choices in some movies where well you know oh yeah but everybody who hasn't anybody who's made movies who hasn't yeah and the, the thing is like this is a great movie. He looks so good. And then, like, especially, I forget how young he is in this movie. Up until, like, you know... Until the, they shave him. The, until they until shave they him. Shave and you're like, the... Yeah, and then you're like, oh, crap. Like, Jim Carrey, is, they introduce all of them. But even, like, Jeff Goldblum always looks so weird to me. Because he always feels like his head, his neck and head is just shrunken into his, like, torso. He kind of looks like a tortoise a little bit. Like a skinny turtle. tortoise. Turtle, turtle. Because even in the fur, he just looks weird. And then like, when they introduce, after they shaved all the aliens, and like, you know, like, introducing, like, oh, this one's more like a surfer type. Look at him. And it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then like, oh, we have our urban one. And it's like, David Wayne. Yeah. And then it's like, and then the handsomest one of all, and it's Jeff Goldblum. I'm like, handsomest? Like, what? Uh, you're, you're like, oh, I fucked Jim Carrey before I fucked Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah, it's just so weird. I was like, okay, cool. But then, like, they're all trying to learn their language. And Jeff Goldblum is, like, the dad of the trio. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's very much, like, in charge of everybody. The club at the observatory. I guess if people didn't know LA, like I'm sure people saw this movie and were like, "Oh my gosh, I want to go to the observatory and go party there," and were greatly disappointed when it was just uh, like observatory. Yeah, but like, yeah, they go to the observatory and like party. But then also when they're there, how just ridiculous that scene was with the cage. Oh, uh, with and the cages, and, and then it's like, why don't you ditch the zero and get with this hero? And then like. He's dancing with like Damon Wayans' like girl that he was into, and then he's and then Damon Wayans goes up to him not knowing English well. He goes, "How about ditch this hero and get with this zero? Yeah. <laughs> and then like he gets that guy gets mad at him, pushes him back, and he goes, "How dare you?" He's like, "Do you want to go?" He goes, "Do you want to go?" And then they have this beautiful uh, dance off, fighting for the girl, and the girl's like, "I'll dance with you both," and the guys are like. Ew, no, get away, woman. <laughs> and then they just had this like, Fred Astaire, like, dance, dance off. off. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, can you do this? And then he's doing spin kicks and all this weird shit. And then, like, Damon Wayans is doing the same thing. And then I'm thinking, why do the two black people have to be having a dance off right now? Like, I feel like Jim Carrey's character w- w- should have been, like, the dance off. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like, but it was it was weird. But Damon weird. Wayans. But Damon could, Wayans. He could dance. And yeah. Ooh, how charming is he in this movie too? He's, I always like Damon Wayans. Like Damon Wayans, like I like his stand up because he did stand up uh, yeah. a little after In Living Color. There was one that he did on HBO that was really fucking funny. Oh, really? I need to check it out. It's old. It's like twenty ish years old at this point. I don't, I don't know if they even have it. What, what it would be on? But yeah. his stand up was fucking funny. He's had some shows that didn't really do much that I thought were funny. Like he's pretty solid like he um most of the, most of the wayans are yeah most of the wayans are pretty fucking solid yeah but like yeah no i'm honestly i was impressed like he was very funny for what he was for literally for not giving any like good english dialogue like actual sentences yeah. or whatever through acting quirky and not knowing what's going on like they emote so yeah. much the only person that keeps breaking and goes back and forth Goldblum. 
all the time. He's like, uh, uh, what was that fucking girl's name? You know, they kind of give Keanu Reeves shit, but I think Keanu Reeves would have knocked that out of the park. If I think he would have been great. Like, everybody's like, no, no, like, I think, like, like, you give him, you give Keanu Reeves shit for being the, uh, surfer bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I think Goldblum's a little more spacey than Keanu. Oh, for sure. And you see it in this. You see in this completely, because there's a part, or, what's the girl's name? Brenda? No. Which Valerie? No. Valerie. He goes, Valerie, like, he goes, oh, Valerie. And then he gives, like, a very eloquent, like, a little, like, kind of, like, quiet little things. And then he cuts back off. You know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, water? Uh, Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's the only one that actually breaks his character more than anyone else does. Because, yeah. like, he, there's one point where, like, he's talking so swiftly and quickly that you're like, oh, for someone who's not aware of the language, you're now proficient. And then now you're back to still at the club. Everyone's dancing and doing their things, and like the girls are so cliche. It's like, oh, which one's so cute? Blah blah blah. Well, you then, them all. <laughs> yeah, and then like Jim Carrey is trying to get the ice at the bottom of his glass, and then he can't get it. But then he sticks his like long alien tongue to reach the bottom, grab it, and pull it back up. And that girl's eyes just go as wide as can be. He's like, I'm going hi- going home with him tonight. And just fucking grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And then like. You got Jeff Goldblum who's upstairs with uh, Gina, Davis. Gina Davis and they're having their moment on the roof and then they hear Gorp Glop or Jim Carrey mimic and they come downstairs and the two other aliens are just making out with girls like hardcore and they're like, all right, we're done and they all take off. So then they get home and while they're at home, Charles Rocket comes back. My favorite part with this is that he's carrying like he's like, oh, I came here, I got it, I got us a record, and it's a Julio Iglesias record. Oh yeah, like not all men apologize for the Julio Iglesias record, <laughs> but even then, like he's like he has flowers, like everything's okay and everything is normal. He goes, oh, like you know, I got you flowers. Like, what do you want more from me? Yeah. Like he's giving the bare minimum of, of like eighties like cli- like cliche like what he's supposed to be doing, and then oh, but before they even get to the. The club, as they're driving over to the club, they're playing that they're playing that song, and Jim Carrey's like jumps into the other yeah. the car or whatever, and like, but it's just so just the interaction is so dumb. But when they're at the bar, they play that song. Oh, oh, I like them big and dumb. I like them. Oh, big and stupid. <laughs> big and stupid, and then it's just like I like them dumb. I like them stupid. Like it's, uh, it's so good. So yeah, they're at home, and then he's like, oh my gosh, Diamond won my. Uh, house got broken into and my girlfriend's missing. Like, you know, and they're like, yeah. who are these guys? Oh, I won them. They're MTV's band. They're from yeah. Finland. <laughs> it's from uh, Finland. Yeah. He goes like, well, tell them to get out of here. Why can't I have them for the week? I have obligations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some weird lines in this. Uh, here's one. Uh, you ever crush so hard you take six birth control pills? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> she like grabbed the ball. And then that weird sex scene with Goldblum yeah. and Davis, where it just turned into like a Sting like tantric sex, where like yeah. he gives her like is this, the. Is this what it's like when Sting bangs? <laughs> it's exactly what it's like. Uh, and then like because like they're like naked with each other, and then he goes like, "I'm not gonna have sex with you." And he goes, "What sex? Oh, when you get interested, blah blah blah." Jeff Goldblum's like, "Yeah, anyways." And he's just taking off his pants. He goes, "I don't even know if we're compatible." And she takes him like, "Oh, we're definitely compatible." Yeah. <laughs> and then like, then all of a sudden like he touches her with like his like orgasm love, fingers. Love, orgasm fingers. Yeah, it just touches her neck, and the then she's like, touch. "A love touch." And she's like, "Oh my god!" And then like. They're like literally, she's on top of him, and then like there's like satin sheets around them, and then there's just a beam of rainbow light just glistening all over their bodies. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, it's so fucking weird. So yeah, so then they're supposed to go to the beach, and that's where the I'm a blonde. Oh yeah, well that's because cool, they're draining out the pool because yeah. they call Woody to, to, to get out the pool to get the spaceship out, yeah. out, and then yeah, so Woody comes over and does his thing, and then like that's when 
they decide they're going to go to the beach with Woody. Yeah, and then, like, Woody's like, oh, there's a bunch of bodacious babes out there, you know? Which you is want- so weird, because Michael McKeon, like, I, I don't like uh, Michael McKeon as a surfer. Uh-huh. And I, I, but I don't like Charles Rocket as a surfer. I'd much rather have seen Michael McKeon as the doctor. Oh, okay. Reverse the uh, Yeah. Too. Well, yeah. no, we don't need Charles Rocket. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think like Michael McKeon was good for that role. It was I, weird. It's, he it's came weird off weird. He doesn't, he's, he doesn't play surfer. Yeah, he goes, oh, I was on the waves. And then like, even he's like looking at the water splash in the pool. He goes, oh, I was on the beach today and the waves were just as choppy and blah, blah, blah. Like, his, his lines are very... Super generic and super like yeah yeah I mean like but I mean yeah he tells uh Jim Carrey and Damon Wayne's like hey let's go to uh, let's go to the beach and like there's gonna be blondes or super blondes that's where it has that weird cut to like that blonde song like where it's like there's no brunettes allowed on the beach or that that sign said no brunettes yeah. allowed on the beach and then they showed the sad brunette passing out hot dogs like oh this is my life and then yeah. They, <laughs> And they have that whole, like, dance sequence and everything. And then you can see the people up on the pier, like, watching the movie being made. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's so... <laughs> that's where they go to... Uh, what is like, okay, well, I need to get gas. Since I'm getting gas, you get food. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, okay, cool. And that kid and comes went, in with that gun. And David Wayne pokes his finger in it. And then, like, he has a gun. It's all stuck to his finger, yeah. Yeah. And he walks inside. And then, like... Uh, the guy working the counter is watching, like, a Playboy centerfold. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and he closes it up. Yeah, I mean, everything's overly sexualized or overly, like, hinted at. So it's kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. And then I've never seen plastic bikini girl candy dispensers, but there was a bunch of them in the the thing because Jim Carrey starts grabbing them all. He's, like, ogling them. And then he's like, I want this. You want candy and bread because he said bread in the car. And then so the guy's like, oh, my gosh, don't shoot me. And he gives him all the cash and whatever. And like, okay, cool. And then they're taking all the candy and they walk out. And then Woody comes in, and that's where, like, the guy's like, get down, man, get down. Like, I was just robbed. He goes, oh, my God, my friends are out there, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's where, like, they drop the gun, and they walk over to the car. I'm and then that's when the blonde shows up. Remember in her pink convertible? Yeah. And then so she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, And then she gets up, and she walks over to the guy. He's like, um, excuse me, can you move your car back so I can get some well, uh, unleaded? You know who that is, right? She was like a big deal around Hollywood. Like she had all these billboards out. And like oh, I'm a- I remember who she was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they're like, uh, okay, cool. So like, they uh, rather than backing the car up because the aliens don't know what they're doing, they end up just crashing right into her. And then she's freaking out and is upset. And then that that's when the whole like chase kind of happens in the thing where like they go into the the car wash backwards, and then like they come back out, and then out of the car is completely soaked and bubbled up. You know what I mean? Because of the car wash. That, like, Woody comes out, it's like, oh, my God, my car. Hey, it doesn't look so bad. But, like, I mean, it's just covered in fucking soap. Like, I, like you know what I mean? That's where you could tell, like, they didn't plan or edit this movie correctly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's when they uh, end up, that's when the movie takes a weird turn. And now it becomes, like, into, like, this whole, like, what's going to happen? You yeah. Know? Because then at this point, the police show up. Jeff Goldblum shows up thinking, like, he'll, like, find his whatever. Woody's on the phone talking to, uh, what's her face? Saying, like, oh, your friends, by the way, they kind of stole my car, and blah, 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 blah. So when they're on that freeway, two of the cars are in that freeway are from Death or in, from death Race. Wait, which two? I don't know. Two of the, I forgot which two. It was just said two oh, okay. cars are in Death Race. When they're, on the, when they're on the right, driving yeah. around. Yeah. And, and then, so then they get arrested, right? They get arrested. And so they're in there, and then um, 
they get Jeff Goldblum gets, gets arrested, arrested, and then she's like, like, "What? The you're not gonna arrest me too? Arrest me too? Yeah, arrest her." And then she's like, "Well, you've done nothing wrong." And she picks up the bumper and just smashes the top of the yeah the police like headgear, and then so she goes in the back of the car, and then they find out through the radio that the other two are at the hospital, and it happens to be the hospital that Ted works in. So they're like, "We gotta go there." And then Jeff Goldblum's like, "Uh," and he gives a very acknowledged like. I got this. So, uh, so the, to the hospital, we must go now. And then, like, and they're like, "Ah, right, no, you're going to jail." He goes, "Oh, we're going to jail, I guess." <laughs> and then he gives him the love. And he gives him the love touch. Yeah, but then, now that that is forcing the gay on people. That is for, that is forcing the gay on a lot of people <laughs> because he touches him, and then Gene Davis thinking, "Like, okay, cool, he's gonna be aroused on me, oh, and right. I'll just like use my feminine charms yeah. to get what I want." And it turns out, were those two cops gay? In the beginning, before uh, the love tap, or well, is it like? Is it, is it, is it, that, is that, I think it's. I think it's. I think. Uh, first, like, hold on. I don't think it's a love tap as much as it's a buy tap, because you only see the only person you see in the only time that happens in the other movie with the love tap uh-huh. is with Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum. Right. So, they were both, and it's kind of like oh, you pair off. I, it feels like it's like you pair off with somebody. So I think it's more of a buy tap, like a like a like an e pill. Like, uh-huh. like, like taking some E, and they were like, "We're both on E, let's bang." <laughs> okay, so more like in a like, in like an instant imprint of whoever is yeah. near you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, that makes more sense because like, yeah, the cops they're not gonna look behind them because they're looking left and right, and they both see each other. But like, they turn into both flaming like homosexuals at that point. Yeah. Bye, guys. He was. <laughs> They leave the gay cops into their vehicles and, like, they get dropped off at the hospital and then, like, they live happily ever after. Who knows how long that wears off. So then they have to go save them from Dr. Dr. Love. Love. But that's where Dr. Love is, like, inspecting them and realizes, like, oh, my gosh, they have two hearts. There's two independent hearts in this body. Like, as an ethics of a doctor, he goes, like, beyond it and he wants to immediately murder and, like, amputate, like, go into them and, like, figure out what's going on. Because he's prepping them for, like, surgery to, like, get in there. And then, like, Gina Davis goes in there just as a nurse, like, oh, blah, blah. Like, what are you talking about, doctor? I only hear one heartbeat. He goes, there's obviously two. And then he goes, here, listen to mine. And then Jeff Goldblum does the sound of two heartbeats. Yeah. So then, like, makes him sound like he's going crazy. And he starts hearing phone rings and dark dark. So he's losing his mind. And he goes outside thinking, like, he's having a mental breakdown. But before that, he was having a conversation with the other nurse saying, like, hey, yeah, we're gonna get married and blah blah blah. He goes, no, but that doesn't mean we, we should. Bang. We can. We can't stop dating. And then so it's just like he, he's yeah. never gonna change his ways. And then yeah, so they end up saving all the aliens, and, and they, they go back. They go back out, and they're like, oh, well, like it's you guys from like the whatever. And so they drive back to the apartment. Then that's where um, Ted, Doctor Love, was like. Uh, let's just go to Vegas right now. Let's just get married and let's yeah. just do this and like, you know, just me and you. And then blah, like blah. he feels all sad. Like Jeff Goldblum alien is sad. Yeah. And then sad so, alien. yeah, and then so he's like, okay, cool. And then like Jeff Goldblum was actually going to take off because at that point the ship's already free to go. They're all ready to take off. And as it's, they're leaving. I thought he was going to stay. Like I, I did was, too. That would have made the like, most like, appropriate oh, things. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. He's just going to stay. And then like she fucking goes and I'm like, Oh, so they kind of splashed this. Yeah. But the thing too, they also didn't like, I feel there was supposed to be a fight with, between like Jeff Goldblum and well, there wasn't, there was a love tap. And yeah. But that. there's, well, he did that because 
That's, he that's, could. He that, he had to leave, and there was no way that he could like. I can't interfere with their lives. Let me love tap them, and then that way they're in love, and they could take off, and then they could carry yeah, on their lives. However, yeah, because true love knows no bound. That's where she's like, "No, Jeff Goldblum, I love you." And he's like, "Oh, what love? I don't know what that means, but you can come with me, babe." And then he picks her up. <laughs> he does hands and like picks her up, and then like they have like a grease farewell where they just fly into the sky. Well, that brings me to a point. So at one point, this movie was going to be... Grease 2? Well, no, it was going to be Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, of course, because that's how it ends. This is the same thing. Yeah. I had no but idea about that. they had a movie that was a piece of shit called Two of a Kind, and it was supposed to be like, let's get them back together. Let's get the band back together. Oh, uh, really? And it didn't do well. There's a movies that he made that someone told me to watch. Uh, it's a cowboy movie. I don't know. Someone told me it was like, oh, I should give it a watch, but I don't know. John Travolta, I don't want to see him in anything. I'm good. Yeah. I think I've reached peak John Travolta. I saw Battlefield Earth, and I was like, this is where this story ends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with all of it. But uh, yeah, so Jeff Goldblum ends up, or Shane Davis is like, take me with you. And so he reaches out and goes, come on, babe. And he just like picks her up with his hands. Let's and, go. Let's go. Check out my spaceship. And then like he gets in, and then the best friend just shows up out of nowhere, uh, Julie Brown. And she goes, oh my gosh. Call me, I guess. And she goes, okay, fuck off. And they yeah. just, <laughs> they just, take, they yeah. just take off to the spaceship. And like, I like how the ship just goes through a giant O asteroid, like right through the center yeah. of it, and then it's gone. Credits. Credits. Greatest movie ever. <laughs> not you, greatest movie not, ever. It's not a great movie. The um, I saw this when I was younger. Hadn't thought about it for a long time. Went to a bar. It was actually playing on the TVs, and I'm like, oh my god, I know this movie. I'm like, yeah. ah, and like. Watching it without the sound, super cool. Watching it again as an adult, uh, still good. I think, but I think that's because I actually liked it when I was younger, and watching it now, I still like it. It's still very campy, very cheesy. There's a bunch of times where I just roll my eyes at the lines yeah. that they say, but overall, it's it's amazing. And then Gina Davis, banging body, which you don't even see at all during Beetlejuice. So yeah, it was you know it was all right for what it was. Um, Did you watch I, it solo? Did you Lisa watch it? No, I watched it by myself. Most of the stuff I watch by myself. I try to get Lisa to watch, but she's like, I don't want to watch this. Because I feel like she would like this movie. Um, I think if she was younger, she would like it. Like I don't think I would have liked it younger. Okay. Because I wasn't really into musicals and shit. Yeah, I forget that it's a, a musical. I'm very picky about my, I don't hate musicals, but I'm very picky about I feel like this is not really a but musical. You know but you know what, though? Fucking the South Park movie is a musical. Yeah. That's a fucking musical. Like, oh, for down. sure. No, it is. I'm, I'm very picky. If it's something I like, um, producers. Uh-huh. I like to put the, I like oh, the, that's a great I like, movie. I like, yeah. I like the new one. You know, the, I like that. I like the old one better. Um, they're supposed to be doing Young Frankenstein on something soon. Oh, that'd be super cool. Yeah, so they're going to do the, the one that he made on Broadway. They're doing it on, like, a Channel 7. They're going to do Young Frankenstein, the musical, on there. Oh. No, 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 he's going to be involved. Okay. He's going to be involved, and it's going to be a lot of the, They're trying to get the original cast to come back and do it. When they did the musical for, um... Some of those are okay. Some of them are just bad. Like, the um, one for, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show that, that they did? That was a pile of shit. Oh, that was so garbage. I, I had such high hopes that, like, at I, least they would get the... They just chopped it up so bad. Well, I guess there's an uncut version of it, but I still I don't even want to see an uncut version of that. Here's what I did like, and I'm surprised I liked because I liked The Wiz when they did The Wiz. Oh, I, I didn't see that. That one. was a solid cast. It was like it was David Allen Greer was in it. He oh, okay. was like the Tin Man or the Oh the really? Scarecrow. Um, oh no, maybe he was the line. He was one of those. Like he's one of them. 
Um, it was pretty fucking solid. I enjoyed it. Well, have you heard the, the musical? The was horrible. Oh, I figured. I figured. Yeah. You know, I didn't even want to see the remake with John Travolta in it because it just looked. Lisa like... likes that that version of it, and I'm like, oh, you need really? To... Oh, she well, because she was into musicals and shit when she was in high school. Well, did she like the original one? Oh, she does. I made her watch it like, okay. like five ish years. I ago. think that was the best one. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, Ricky Lake. Because she was like, oh, I like this and this, and I'm like, no, you need to watch John Waters. Like, I, I've been trying to get her to watch John Waters, but she knows how fucked up John Waters is. Uh, so after Pecker, uh, she yeah. won't watch Full of Grace. Full of Grace. <laughs> I said no teabagging. There's no teabagging allowed. I'm trying to get her to watch Pink Flamingos. Oh my god. Oh, because she's also seen A Dirty Shame. Oh, okay. That's a great one, too. But she didn't really. She was like. That she, one is super you know, that, weird. It's, like, one of those, it's one of those things because, like, it's John Waters. And uh-huh. so I come off as, like, oh, gay people bother me, I guess, sometime. I guess I come off that way. Okay. But I'm not. Yeah, no, you're not. Because I joke. I think. Because I, I, I joke about everything. Yeah. And I'm more like manly jokes, and I guess. Okay. But I'm not like that at all. I'm just like, oh, no, I don't care. I'm just going to joke about everything. You know, I joke back. Yeah. And so the first time we watched it, um, I think she was thrown off because it's very, I mean, most of the stuff is there's very a feminine. Oh, a yeah. Feminine, yeah. Like, slant to everything. For sure. And you, like, you can watch this movie and know it's made by a gay man. Oh, yeah. Especially with the three bears next door. Yeah. Roar. We're bears. bears. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she, I think it threw her off that I was, like, completely okay with. Like all the shit in that movie, and I'm like, yeah, yeah it's John Waters. Who, who doesn't like John Waters? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, that, yeah, uh, but yeah, this movie, uh, I give it nine Jeff Goldblums out of ten. I'll give it uh, six Jeff Goldblums. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. The thing is, like, it's a good movie. I feel like people should see it because, like, it's a good movie. It, yeah, it's a good movie. It's not. It's not great movie. It's on. For what it is, it's a good movie. It's parodying a lot of shit. It's parodying a lot of shit. And you're not to it seriously. So yeah. I, I went in there, I was like, okay, I'm not supposed to take this seriously. But I could, I'm probably not going to watch it again. If it's on, I'll watch it. It's one of those where it's like, I'm super glad we did it again because I watched it again. I'm like, and I remember, and I'm like, fuck, I, I forgot this is a musical. And I was like going to call you and tell you, but I was like, eh, he's going to figure it out. So next week, I'm surprised that we're finally getting to a Steve Martin movie. It's taken this long for us to get to a Steve Martin movie. You know what? Yeah, that's actually super surprising because you're Steve Martin. Oh, huge Steve Martin fan. Yeah. But we're going to be watching Roxanne. Roxanne. That that Roxanne? No, it is a modern retelling of Serrano de Bergerac. Oh, big nose. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm excited. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at YHBlankThat. Or you can email us at YHBlankThat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.